At Urban Farm Podcast, we are all about education, and April is Foliar Feeding Month. Have you heard of it? It is a super simple application of spraying liquid organic fertilizer on your trees and garden plants. The leaves, branches, and trunks are incredible at absorbing nutrients. And if your soil isn't great or your pH is off, foliar feeding is a quick and long-lasting fix to get your plants the nutrients they need. Want to learn more? Join us for our free online webinar on how to apply this amazing process to your gardens and fruit trees. Visit urbanfarm.org to sign up. That's urbanfarm.org. Greetings, urban farmers, gardeners, and healthy food visionaries. Farmer Greg here, and welcome to the 601st episode of the Urban Farm Podcast, where every day we work together to educate and inspire you to become part of your food revolution. Today is Farmer Friday, a quick and dirty stab at growing your garden. Each episode will feature less than 10 minutes of essential content for growing your garden and some episodes we will answer your questions. If you have one, send it to questions at urbanfarm.org. Today we're talking with Brian Wells with the Homestead Journey podcast about three common mistakes in starting your homestead. Enjoy. Welcome, Brian. Thanks for being here again. Well, thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. You bet. Well, you know, I love talking about homesteading and growing your own food. And, you know, there's this hominess around, you know, thinking about homesteads. And that's one of the things I love that you really bring to the forefront. So I'm glad to have you again, man. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. So three common mistakes. People make mistakes doing this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's hard to believe I know. <laughs> I think there's three big mistakes, three, the three most common mistakes I see people make mm -hmm. when they come into homesteading. They're, they're mistakes that I think people can easily avoid if they're aware of them. And so that's my goal today is just to bring awareness to it so that people who are new to raising and growing their food, they're going to make other mistakes, but at least they won't have to make these three mistakes. Yeah. The, the first one is, and this is probably the most common, and that is that people try to do too much too quickly. Yep. They try to go too big too fast. Mm -hmm. And I get it. People are very excited about this. They're, some people, this is the first time they've ever raised and, and grown their own food. They're excited about the prospect of being self-sufficient, self-reliant, and sustainable. And so they want to do all the things. They want to grow all the things. They want to raise all the things. And they want to do it yesterday. But when you approach homesteading that way, to me, that's just a surefire way to overwhelm yourself, overwhelm yourself physically, overwhelm yourself mentally, overwhelm yourself emotionally, and overwhelm yourself financially because there is a real cost to raising real food. Right. So what I always recommend homesteaders do when you're brand new to this, focus on one skill, maybe two oh, right. at a time. Learn those skills well and then move on to something else. If you're, if you're going to raise animals, raise one animal at a time. Don't go out and try to raise all of the animals. Don't try to grow all of the things. Learn how to do one thing at a time and don't try to get too big too fast. If this is your first time raising chickens, I wouldn't recommend going out and buying 150 chickens. <laughs> right. If it's your first time raising a garden, I wouldn't recommend putting in a garden that's an acre in size. So start small, mm -hmm. learn how to do it well, and then scale up. And if you do that, I think you're going to be very, very successful in homesteading. So to avoid going too big too fast 
and trying to do too much too quickly. The second mistake that I, I see people make is they try to imitate other homesteaders, and particularly people who have no frame of reference. They don't have any family members that do this. They find people on YouTube and they say, well, that's working well for them. Mm-hmm. I need to do what's, what they're doing. And I get it, but you also need to understand in many cases, those people are probably in a totally different geographic location than where you're at. And so they're going to have a different climate. Greg, you're in Phoenix. Yep. I'm in upstate New York. If I try to mimic what you do in Phoenix here in upstate New York, it's probably going to be an abject failure. Right. And if you try to mimic what I do in upstate New York and Phoenix, that's probably going to be an abject failure as well. Yeah, exactly. Our climates are totally different. But not just that, the way our homesteads are laid out is different. So how the sun shines might be different, how the water flows might be different, how the wind blows might be different. Our soil composition is going to be different. You know, what works well for somebody who has loamy soil might not work so well for somebody who has rocky soil, who has clay soil. And so you've got to take all of that into consideration. But let's just assume that for a moment, there were two pieces of property side by side that were exactly the same. The trees were in the same spot. The the house was in the same spot. Everything was exactly the same. Even still, those homesteads are different. Yes, and the reason are. why they're different is because you have different people living there. Mm-hmm. What you like to eat might not be what I like to eat. What brings you joy and happiness and fulfillment might not be what brings me joy, happiness, and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And so if I try to imitate you, I'm going to be miserable. And if you try to imitate <laughs> right? me, you're going to be miserable because we're different people. Yeah. What you like to eat, I might not like to eat, and that's okay. And so it, it's very important that when people are brand new to homesteading, draw inspiration avoid imitation. Oh, very good. Walk your path, walk your journey, and don't try to walk somebody else's path, somebody else's journey. If you if you try to do that, it's not going to end up well. The third big mistake I see people make, I, I, call it, I, I call it the pursuit of perfection and the fear of failure. I think it mm, kind of goes mm. both ways. People expect that they need to have all of their ducks in a row. They need to have a perfect situation before they ever get started. And a lot of times right. it just keeps people from ever starting. Yes. At all, because they have to have, you know, the 5, 10, 15, 20 acres of land, or they have to have all of the tools, all of the, if you're waiting for the perfect situation, <laughs> you're never going to get started. Right. But then other people, they're just afraid of failure. Like, and, and if, if things don't go according to plan, they just throw their hands up in the air and they say, well, I'm done. I, I can't do this anymore. And I get it. Especially if you have family members who aren't supportive, friends who are kind of naysayers saying, you've got a black thumb. Why are you trying to raise a garden? And then your garden fails and they say, ha, 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 ha. See, I told you so. Yeah. Well, and, and you, I get it. Yeah. If you have a friend like that, you need to get rid of them. Exactly. <laughs> they're really not a friend. That's right. Really, exactly. That's true. That's, that's not a true friend. But the fact is you need to go into it with your eyes wide open, with realistic expectations, understanding that failure is a part of it. Yeah. You're going to plant a garden and plants are going to die. You're going to have animals and animals are going to die. Failure is just a part of homesteading. Of growing food. Growing food. Absolutely. It's just a part of it. Quite frankly, if we really boil it down and we want to get really philosophical, it's a part of life. (laughs) There you go. It's really a part of life. Yes, exactly. Failure is a part of life. And so it's a question of, can you learn from your mistakes? 
You know, I, I love the quote from Thomas Edison when people said to him about, you know, the fact that it took 10,000 attempts to make a light bulb. Yep. And they said that he was a failure. And he said, no, I've not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways <laughs> that it wouldn't work. Exactly. I, I love that. I just love that Edison quote. Yeah. So find your 10,000 ways that it won't work because who knows that 10,001 way may be exactly what you need to take your next step towards self-sufficiency, self-reliance, and sustainability. Amen to that. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Farmer Friday. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So you do, if you want to hear more from Brian, you do a podcast like this, right? I do. It's the Homestead Journey podcast. It can be found on iTunes, all of the uh, Audible, uh, iHeart, any place you can find podcasts, I'm there. My website is thehomesteadjourney.net. And the podcast is also listed there as well. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, probably way too much, but look for <laughs> right. me, you'll find me. Oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. We greatly appreciate your wisdom today. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Urban Farm Podcast. Remember to listen for tips, advice, and resources to help you on your journey with urban farming. You can find us on the web at urbanfarm.org or send us an email to podcast at urbanfarm.org. In the words of Vincent Van Gogh, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Be encouraged that with each lesson learned and skill developed, you are one step closer in the direction of your dreams. One of the first things that many of us learn when we start to garden is how to water and fertilize the soil. But there is an exception to this rule and it's called foliar feeding. You should foliar feed or water the leaves of your plant with liquid fertilizer when you want certain nutrients to be absorbed better. Not only are the leaves great at uptaking liquid fertilizer, if your soil isn't very good or your pH is off, foliar feeding can help your veggies and fruit trees quickly get the nutrients they need to thrive. If you're ready to start foliar feeding for maximum growth yields and quality, head on over to urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves to see our selection of foliar feeding products. That's urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves.